Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. want to welcome everybody to this week's Real Talk Tuesday. Today's topic is being safe out here on the road, and this is episode 62. So, once again, guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. So, being safe out on the road. The kind of inspiration for this topic is kind of <laughs> from another uh, podcast I was listening to, actually, which, I mean, one of those when you're, when you're hearing a story and you can kind of guess the outcome, you know, because it's podcast host on this other podcast, which uh, y'all should definitely check out. It's called, uh, what was that like? Being that I'm fairly new, I obviously haven't been around as long as, uh, as long as uh, he has, you know, his uh, podcast, but uh, definitely some of the things that, you know, he does uh, some of the things like his things on his website and stuff like that. I'm like, I never thought about that. It's actually a really good idea. Because <laughs> like I've like I've said quite a bit, I don't plan to go anywhere anytime soon. Plan to be around for a while and continue doing these uh, episodes every Tuesday and Friday, and having them posted every Tuesday and Friday between five and six p.m. Central Standard Time. And I mean, it, it's a little. It's definitely made for a little bit it's it's taking some get used to with the uh with now doing the story time ones because before i started doing those i could easily uh get the episodes for the next week recorded by the end of the previous week so i was able to uh you know by like saturday night i'd have tuesday friday already recorded and i would just have to get them edited and you know get all the, the background stuff and all that you know all that fun stuff all the behind the scenes stuff you know get all that added get them uploaded get them scheduled and uh, and then uh, be able to you know basically be a full week ahead each time or whatever but now it's it's a little bit more complicated because I'm working on because I'm doing a little bit more I gotta do the uh, uh, the stories gotta get those written and then usually by the, usually before Tuesday comes up, I've already gotten that episode edited and scheduled. But lately, for Friday, I usually by that point I've, I've tried to set aside time sometime during the week to to be able to you know isolate myself in one of the rooms and um, pretty much get that that uh, episode with the story recorded. You know, get it all ready to go. Usually, it's a little bit ahead of time. This week, it literally was done on Friday. <laughs> like, I had a... I was surprised I actually... Um, I was surprised that I uh, functioned as well as I did out here. Because, honestly, like... That was, as those of you who have uh, tuned in on that episode, which, you know... If you haven't, feel free to go back because I'm doing a new story every week. For those of you that are new, let me give you a little rundown, I guess. Uh, but this podcast, initially when I started, it was basically Real Talk 
Tuesdays and Fridays, just random topic I might think about that day. That's what we're going to talk about, you know. Anything, anything I found interesting, anything I thought was important, you know. And then I changed it up about a month, yeah, about a little over a month back. So I'm going to do it because I've got like five stories now. It's been about five weeks. Um, basically, now it's uh, Real Talk Tuesday and Storytime Fridays. You know, and that might change a little bit too. I mean, Storytime Friday, not, that's not going to change. I'm going to keep doing that. But Real Talk, maybe that'll, you know, I mean, I, I thought, I wonder if I should just really go hardcore on the story writing and have story time Tuesdays and Fridays, but, you know, I thought, well, this way at least, real talk could be for anybody who doesn't really want to necessarily listen to a story, but wants to just hear, you know, just your average podcast, just t- talking about whatever, and then the story time geared towards people who don't like to hear people just talk, they can listen to a story, you know, so... But anyway, enough uh, enough rambling, for, you know, but I want to walk up everybody here. So I was listening to this, uh, uh, one of the episodes of What Was That Like, where basically this podcast host, this podcast host, sorry guys, I'm a little tongue-tied there for a minute. I'm mostly better from the, from having been sick all week or whatever, but still kind of a little bit out of it, you know. Even with being sick, I'm still out here running my load, running, going up to Illinois and back. So I finally can see the tail end, but of course, then it's like, yeah, but how, how much, like how, how long till the grandson brings something else home from the uh, from the daycare? Because like literally since he started going to daycare, like me and the wife, the kiddos basically first the grandson gets comes up sick, and then next thing you know, like the rest of us are sick. And I'm like. I'm one of those, like, you know, wash my hands after I go to the bathroom, you know, try not to, like, literally, just, if I come out of the bathroom, if I have the option to not touch the handle, like, they have the foot, the little foot thing that you can put your foot on and open the door that way, I'll try to do that. I'll admit I haven't worn a mask in a, in a while, but I, I do have my FedEx face mask, technically, you know, that I've had, you know, it's been, it's, it's been through a lot, you know with COVID and all that stuff. Still have it around. But it's a cloth mask, so it's been washed quite a bit. But uh, that's always been on me. I just haven't used it in a while because, of course, like we've got past the, you know, the main part of the pandemic, even though COVID's still out there and stuff. But uh, I've been in bathrooms before where, uh, you know, as I'm washing my hands, you hear the, you hear the toilet flush and then, you know, guy comes out of a stall and just walks straight out the door, and I'm like, fuck ass nasty. <laughs> Although, I learned something the other day when I was up here in uh, Farina, up here in uh, Illinois, in my Illinois drop. They have four stalls, and I thought they were just regular stalls. But, like, the each stall, the, the wall is it's 100% fully surrounded. Like, there's no gap under the, under the floor, no gap between stalls, so you can't see the feet of the person next to you or whatever. I always thought that was cool, but then yesterday, I kind of realized why that is, because apparently the first stall is a regular stall, you know, one of the smaller ones, regular size, and then you go to the, because the, the, there's two stalls on each side, and the, the stall on, on each side on the back of the hallway, because I went, in and had, and went ahead and had to use one of those stalls, because of course, I wasn't going to make it uh, too far from my swap for having to, you know, take care of business. <laughs> 
once you use that stall, realize, holy crap, those stalls are actually like half the length of that hallway. And they not only have a toilet, but uh, they have a sink, you know, some dispenser, and a you know, paper towel dispenser, and they're a trash can. Like, so they got like literally two small bathrooms in the bathroom. <laughs> so I was like, that's cool. I was like, well, shit, I didn't, you know, because I'd used those stalls before, but I hadn't used the big ones. I'd only gone to the first ones thinking that they were all, you know, regular size stalls. I was like, well, shit, I would have gone down there if I realized. <laughs> but, but anyway, so, but, but yeah, check him out. You know, who knows, maybe he'll, he'll come across my podcast and hear me shout him out or whatever, but really good podcast. I've actually been listen, almost listening to his show exclusively lately because, you know, like it's kind of how I am. I get if I get on a show that's, I'm like, oh wow, this is really I'm, I'm really enjoying this. I don't really jump around between watch, listen to a show here, listen to a show there of different podcasts. I will listen to I'll be listening to that one pretty much exclusively until all of a sudden, oh crap, I'm out of I'm out of episodes. So then I'll go find something else. But um, but yeah, really good show. So it's called What What Was That Like. And, uh, you know, since I know we're all, all of us podcast hosts, out, we're all out here trying to do the same thing or whatever. So check him out at whatwasthatlike.com. So anyway, back to the show. It's, and someday soon, hopefully, I'll be able to give you guys the uh, website for the Blotch Show because I've, I've got the domain name. Just got to just gotta get the uh, gotta get hosting for it and, uh, you know, be able to actually set up an official web presence with, uh, you know, for the Blodgett Show or whatever, have a bunch of information on there, different ways to support and whatnot, which is another thing that's like, um, you know, listening to him, and I'm like, that's actually a really good idea. I didn't even think about that. So that's, you know, you got to be open-minded. You got to you gotta be willing to, to uh, listen to other people and, you know, be willing to adapt and learn. And I was like, man, that's cool, you know, because obviously I want to be continued have the success that I've been having with uh, with the show and stuff and so those of you out there who've been with me for a while uh, before we start I just want to say I appreciate you guys and one way that you guys can support the Blood show is by subscribing or by uh, you know like obviously liking following sharing tell your friends you know and uh, on the each of the show notes there will be there's a, uh, a link for uh, basically the tip link. It's like, you know, anyone with these, like, I don't know if I put it as low as a dollar, but it was like five, 10, 20, 50. You know, they could put a custom amount in there. It's basically, you know, it's like a one time donation if anybody wants to support the show. But anyway, on with the show, guys. So tonight's topic was kind of inspired by, um, what's inspired by the episode I listened to before I got up there to, um, to uh, my Illinois drop, basically, um, it was about these. He was interviewing this guy. Was talking about how he had it was him and five of five of his buddies. So there's six guys in total, and they were all out. They all got together and uh, went out to this uh, lake house around the Fourth uh, of July. And uh, I guess they're they're just past the Fourth of July. Like it was, they were going to be there for like four days or whatever. And they, they did like their own fireworks show, it sounds like, uh, where they you know, went and got a crap ton of fireworks. They had a bunch of different fuse, like types of fuses that they connected to them. To, the ones that would 
burn a little faster, others that burn a little slower, so they can literally kind of like set them up and time it kind of, you know. And then I guess they were going to do another, they wanted to do another show, so they, they all piled in the car, which that was one thing too, was six people in a car that only seats five. So they had one person that was in the, um, uh, I guess it was kind of like a hatchback. So they, there was somebody that was in the back, in the trunk, technically, in the car. Um, so they went and got fireworks. You know, loaded up, like, bought a whole crap ton of fireworks. And then, uh, you know, bought, like, I don't know, five or six 12-packs of this, um, I think I think they said it was, like, peach soda or something that they were like, oh, my God, it's so good. I mean, it sounds okay. You know, I don't think I would drink. I mean, I, I, I think I would like the flavor of it, but I don't think I would drink too much of it because of the diabetic diagnosis, you know. Unless I needed the sugar, I would do, you know, then I'd probably do it. But, but they, on their way back, um, this guy's best friend was the one driving, and they were going down a gravel road that I guess was like supposed to be 40 mile an hour speed limits, and I guess they were, you know, the guy was. You know, they were being they were being reckless kind of, you know, he was going eighty it sounds like. Speeding down this road which had those little uh, little small hills that we if you're going fast you, you know when you in some movies when you see like cars racing down a, a down a hill, either gravel or a uh, well not down a hill, but you know, down a road, either gravel or pavement. And the road does that little kind of a like a hump where like you're it's going up and then it crest hill goes down but the car comes over the hill so fast that it, 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 it leaves the ground for a minute and then you, know, you hear a as it hits ground and you know the tires to the ground well that's how fast they were going and i don't from listening to the guy talk about the uh, talk about it i don't know exactly what caused it i think what what happened is probably the uh the road you know be going so fast the road probably probably curved and, um, you know, like, had to, had to turn all of a sudden. And going so fast, they probably couldn't, um, you know, couldn't make the turn. And so they went off the road. The car flipped a bunch of times, went into the woods, took out, a, took out some trees. And, uh, you know, they were all really, really badly injured. But uh, the guy that was telling the story said that he was in the front passenger seat. And everybody was was alive and conscious initially when they were when they all came to technically in the in the woods in the car, but they had to get like cut out of the car because the car was all mangled around him. And you know the guy telling the stories that he was life flighted because uh, I guess his you know he was like oh, I'm fine I just can't feel my foot or can't feel my leg. So he got flown to a hospital or whatever and then like over the next. 24 hours when he's asking about his buddies like hey what happened to like where were they at like how are they doing and they're like oh well the guy that was driving that was the one you know his best friend he didn't make it and one of the other guys didn't make it either and of course we found that out he's like like yeah you know talking about how it could have all been avoided if they weren't being stupid and you know the sad part is like when I was hearing that story it was like I already kind of had, a, I had a, I had an idea, you know, what was probably going to happen. That's when they were talking about, like, the speed limits, 35 or 40 on this gravel road. It's very, it's not a very wide road. And we were, we were, we were clocking 85, going down this road, and 
hoot, hooting and hollering and you know, woo, yeah, woo. I'm like, oh crap. I was like, they're gonna get, they're, they're gonna get into a bad wreck. And um, and so it's like, you know, stuff like that, like wearing your seatbelt. Because uh, the guy talked to us, was telling, telling what happened. He was talking about how like. If he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, there's no doubt in his mind that he would have he would have died because the like literally the seatbelt he was kind of like he doubled over in the seat as the car was flipping or whatever, and he the the seatbelt was almost like it it, it had locked. You know, when like sometimes you, you'll try to sit forward in the seat, the seatbelt will lock, and you have to sit back, and so you'll be able to lean forward again. Well, seatbelt locked, so basically like he didn't really he, he mainly it was just his, his leg and then bumps and bruises but you know the guy in the the trunk surprisingly he survived he got burned from the car but he had, <laughs> had like head injuries pretty much but he still survived but then you know two of the buddies inside the car didn't make it or whatever and it's like some of that stuff, you know, when you go out messing around, showboating or whatever, and then somebody gets killed, you know, it's like we have to live with that for the rest of our life, right? You know, especially if, if I mean, I think I've never had that. I've never been in a situation like that where, I'm, where I've been out with friends and something happened and, and one of them got killed. Thank God, you know, because I, I know that that would be held to, to deal with, but I know that I would, if it was something that I dealt with, I would basically be thinking about that the rest of my life. And so point of this episode guys you know like i said when i you know random interesting topics and i think this could this kind of information could definitely be helpful maybe who knows maybe you can save lives because i know there's maybe somebody out there um you know that might be like hey let's go let's go out and go cruising and let's go speed down the road at 120 miles an hour you know drinking while we're doing it you know they weren't i mean these friends weren't, weren't drinking but you know a lot of times when accidents like that happen usually there is alcohol involved a lot of times but they were just they were just going way too fast they were like 50 miles an hour over the uh 40 or 50 miles an hour over the speed limit on a dirt road that was not very big and you know that's kind of kind of what i'm thinking is that the road curved all of a sudden and they went off the road and flipped end over end a couple times and you know so, well, maybe somebody out there that might be contemplating going going out and driving reckless and not wearing the seatbelt or whatever. Maybe they maybe they come across this this show. Maybe this is the first episode they they hear. Maybe be talking about this makes them think about it first and not go out and do it. You know, if that if that's the case, if I've saved even one life by by coming on here and using my quote-unquote platform <laughs> to talk about this topic if it saves even one life but hey i guess it's worth it right so when you're out there when you when you go out you know especially when you're driving seatbelts are a must because you know there's been so many things so many times where they've shown that somebody got somebody got killed in a car accident by being thrown thrown through the windshield or you know being thrown into the into the dash or whatever and um, you know that if they were wearing their seatbelt they, they, they I mean obviously there's always that chance that they still may not have survived but there's a much much higher chance that they would have because it would keep you in place 
versus let you fly around like a ragdoll. Like, I, I, I mean, I guess technically I have known, uh, knew a few people back when I was a bit younger, just out of high school or whatever, where, uh, I actually think it was my senior year, there's somebody in our, uh, graduating class that, there's a couple people that were, uh, I guess they're out doing basically this thing. You know, they were out racing down the, racing down the road, over the speed limit, weren't wearing their seatbelts, and a uh, car pulled out in front of them, and they, they hit him, and the two, the driver and the, the passenger in the front went through the, basically went through the windshield and hit the other car, and were killed instantly. And at least one of the passengers in back died the next day, and the other person was basically paralyzed. So it was like a very, it was like people that we went to school with that we knew. And it could have been and basically like none of them were wearing seatbelts. Versus like they said in that accident that if based on the fact that the only damage to the car was basically the front end, if the passengers and the driver had been wearing their seatbelts, they, they probably would have walked away from that accident. But sadly, three of them died and one of them was, was paralyzed for the rest, rest of their life. And, you know, that's it's just it's stuff like that that can be avoided. You know, if we just do what we're supposed to do, like, if we just, you know, now I'm not saying I'm perfect, like, I'll admit, like, when, especially when I'm in the, when I'm in my, because uh, I mean, obviously, out here in the truck, I can't really speed because we have a governor on the truck. So those of you, those of you car drivers out there, you know, if the speed limit's like 75 and you see, you see us cruising along at 65 or 68 or whatever it is, you know, or sometimes 60 because that, you know, the governor... Tractor trailers, a lot of times, especially if they're, not, if they're company drivers, we have what they call governors, speed governors, on the truck. Like, like literally the max speed on this truck shows, like, 90. But, with my, literally, I can put my, like, a lot of these trucks, you literally have your foot on the floor on the, with the, uh, the accelerator, or as you guys are called, the gas. We're going to use gas in these trucks. We use diesel. <laughs> this is for all you uh, non- truck drivers out there that might you know just give you some uh some uh semi some tractor trailer education <laughs> but a lot of us can have our foot literally and there's been times where i do like i won't have the cruise i'll just have my foot literally on the floor and i'll be maxed out at 65 or 68 or whatever the whatever it's set at for whatever truck i'm in i had one truck that was set at 72 with house because it's like be able to keep up with all the all the other traffic but a lot of them are like 60 or 65, you know, so, but, but, like I said, I'm not perfect, so when I'm out, when I'm out, like, my personal vehicle, ever since I started driving, I've always, I've always had a habit of keeping it between, like, five, like, five or eight, no more than eight miles an hour over the speed limit, and I never knew, I mean, I was just kind of be guessing. Like, I, I was be doing that thing, and well, I mean, I should be fine because I always noticed that uh, if, I was, if I was like eight or eight miles or less over the speed limit, that I would pass cops, and I, I would really, I think I might have got pulled over like once in all the years. And they didn't even give me a ticket, they just, yeah, you just need to slow down a little bit. Like, okay, cool. I apologize, sir. You know, I apologize. Or apologies, I apologize, you know. But most of the time, 
it was any time I, I accidentally went over 10. And I say accidentally because I don't literally do it. So I'm sure some of you drivers out there can relate where uh, you got ticketed for speeding and it might have been you weren't paying attention to your speed. And part of that was like me, like accelerating on an on-ramp to get, to get on the highway and not having a governor on that truck. So being able to, that, like I, literally that truck, I was able to go as fast as I wanted. And I had my I had my kid in the truck with me. She was out with me that week. And, um, and when I accelerated, it was like 65 was the speed limit. And as soon as I got on the highway and it something fell and I was grabbing it, I was still watching up front, but I wasn't watching my speed. I was kind of like doing the whole where you're looking up front, where you're leaving out the side to grab whatever it was that fell. But I wasn't paying attention to the speed, and I was accelerating until I, I happened to I happened to glance up again, and I and I, I noticed the cops sitting off to the side, and I happened to see my speed. I was like going 74 and 65. Oh shit! You know, so of course I I slowed down or whatever, but it was too late. The cop already pulled out pulled out and within half a mile. He was behind me with flashing lights, so I pulled over or whatever. Because my, my kid was hanging out in the bunk, playing on her, her tablet or whatever. And I was like, hey, uh, jump up here and put your, uh, sit down, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> so, wow, what's going on that we're getting pulled over? Oh, crap. Did you get trouble, Dad? Like, eh, probably going to get a ticket. But, and I, you know, of course, I had to be like, I'll, yeah, I still got ticketed, but he gave me a little bit of a break. But I had to be like, I apologize, sir. I didn't. I didn't realize I was getting on the on ramp back there. I wasn't paying attention to my speed, so that's my screw up. He said, "Well, I should write you up, write you a ticket for going for going a, like 12 over the speed limit. That's a hundred and fifty or two hundred and fifty dollar fine. But I'm gonna write you up for going 10 over the speed limit. That's uh, like a hundred dollar fine." All right. Well, I appreciate the breaks, sir. Thank you so much. But. You know, normally I try to keep the speed down, but, you know, we see some of these accidents, though, where the, where the people, like, it's interesting. I'll be out here on the road, and, you know, I'll be going down the road, and I'll be going, like, I said, speed limit's 60 or 70, and I'm going max speed, you know, 65 or whatever at the truck. Or maybe the truck happens, like, 68, you know, max speed on it. And I'll be going down the road, all of a sudden the car will just... Fly by me to the point where I know that even though I might be five miles below the speed limit, I know damn well that they aren't going 70. They're probably going 85, 90 because of how fast they zip by. And so my first thought is, well, I'll see you down there after you wreck. You know, because cars that are speeding down the road like that, a lot of times, especially when they get into a cluster where there's other vehicles that they're coming up on or passing or whatever, um, a lot of times they can't. You know they can't change lanes effectively without clipping, like accidentally clipping somebody or doing something, or they might rear end somebody. Or so then you end up getting down the road a little bit. All of a sudden there's like a ten car pileup, you know, because they they took out one car, and the two of those cars losing control, took out a couple other cars. So it's like, so it's like, well, you know, you can almost, um, you can almost like foresee it, you know. Like when you see people, when you see drivers out here doing doing stuff they shouldn't do, you can almost like like uh, kind of I'm trying to think of the right word. 
could almost predict it. That's probably the right word, yeah, predict. You can almost predict that a little ways down the road, you're probably going to be sitting at a standstill because there's going to be an accident blocking the road because somebody couldn't just drive normal. They had to drive, you know. And I get it, you know, I get it. You have, you have a fancy car. It goes 100, the max speed of 140. So you want to you wanna get out there and, like, let loose, whatever. Okay, that's great, you know. But, and maybe on the interstate when there's nobody out here, then, yeah, you know. Except for when you pass a cop and then you get a, you get a $2,000 ticket. <laughs> I guess if they can catch you, right? But, you know, but if you're out here and there's a lot of cars out here and your, your base could do with that stuff, then you're putting other lives at risk, too. Because, sadly, there's there's times where I've seen accidents that were caused by a driver going 25 or 30 over the speed limit. And they survived, but the other cars that were involved in the accident got killed. That's like, well, that's not fair. That's like, people that weren't even weren't even doing anything wrong, and they, they're the ones that died, the one that caused it, walked away from it, you know? So the point of this po- point of this episode, guys, is like, when you're, when, especially anybody, if you don't drive, obviously this doesn't, this doesn't apply to you necessarily. Might apply to you a little bit if you ride with people that drive like that. You might want to tell them, "Hey guys, like I really don't want to die. <laughs> so can we please like drive normal, slow down?" I've even I've even been in cars before with friends that were wanting to like speed around and stuff like that. I had them drop me off because they were like spinning circles and like driving donuts in spent parking lots, and then driving down the, the city streets 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. And I finally said, "Hey, can you pull over?" I I I gotta go. What do you mean, man? What do you mean? I said, I, I, said, I can't do this. I was like, I, you know, I was like, I got my family at home, you know, and, you know, like my parents would, you know, I don't really want to have them get that call that something happened. So, like, if you want to keep doing this, it's fine, but I got to go. Come on, man. Are you having fun? No, not really. I was like, I'm shitting my pants over here. <laughs> you know? Because there's having fun and then there's being reckless. You know? So, it's just not worth it. You know, like, come out here. Well, that, that was what the point I was trying to make for those of you uh, non-drivers. If you ride with anybody that does drive like that, then don't be afraid to tell them, hey, let me out. Call an Uber, get, get, get home safe. You know, it's not it's not worth your uh, spouse, kids, parents, siblings, whatever. Uh, it's not worth all of them getting a... Uh, getting a phone call, you know. I was like, when the truck just slows down to like 40 and then puts their flashers on and gets over the, on the side of the road. And I'm like, um, like, I know what I do is I usually will put my flashes on just before I get over on the shoulder and then I'll, then I'll start gradually slowing down. I don't get like down below, way down below the speed limit with traffic behind you. And then get over. Like, oh, by the way, I'm a little stop. Let me pull over. And I was like, no, dude, come on. It's not what you're supposed to do. But, hey, you know, it's all good, you know. <laughs> at, least, uh, at least I'm not like my wife as far as, you know, if other drivers do stuff or do things that they shouldn't do when she's driving or whatever, literally she'll be like, I'll be riding with her and she'll start screaming at him from inside the car. What do you do, you motherfucking son of a bitch? I'm like, you didn't realize they can't hear you, right? So you're just like making me go deaf over here. She's like, whatever. I'm like, you know, you could just grumble to yourself. I mean, same makes the same effect. Like, you know, you're not gonna. Obviously, they're still not gonna hear it, but you're still gonna get it off your chest, you know. But and I don't have to lose my hearing over here. <laughs> but 
So, point is, non-drivers, be safe. Be willing to get out, to take an Uber, to get home, you know. Especially if they're if they're not just driving reckless, but they're, you know, let's say there's alcohol involved. Yeah, definitely get another ride home, you know. Then get home to your family and stuff. It's like the one thing that literally every time I leave to come out here to do to do this route, do the 540 mile round trip. It's like every day, most days anyway. Like I haven't heard from her tonight, but but most nights, literally my wife will message. She's like, please, please, please get me some. I'm like, yes, ma'am, I will. I was like, I'll do it. I'll do my best. She goes, no, no, doing your best, Christopher. Get home safe. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, then you change the lanes and there's no, no one beside you and the thing beeps like, there's someone! No, there's not. There's nothing over there. If any of you drivers out there, if you have that, uh, that distance sensor on your trucks, I'm sure some of you experience the same stuff I experience where sometimes I'll be going down the road and it says, all of a sudden starts flashing, collision warning! And I'm thinking, I just hit a ghost here. <laughs> so... So, cover the non-drivers, so those of you drivers out there, just be smart about it, right? You know, like, let's not drink and drive, let's not do drugs while we're driving, you know, come out here, not, let's try not to come out here impaired, and let's not, let's try, let's try to keep the speed down and drive safe, you know? Because one way that I'm trying to, because both my kids are actually, you know, they still need to get their license, they still, still they, they are, uh, aspiring drivers, I guess, would be the right way to, to describe them, because they want to drive, they just aren't yet. I mean, obviously we gotta get one of the car, which I'll be doing that in March. be picking up a car for my parents. It used to belong to my grandparents, so that's gonna temporarily be one of my kids' cars, but since it, you know, it's been in the family for so long, my oldest already knows. So I was talking to her about it. Tell her, like, look, I was like, look, like, I know that this isn't your dream car, but it'll be a car for you to drive. So, um, so when you're driving this car and then you, you eventually can get the car you want, then we'll, we'll keep this car because obviously it used to be your great grandparents' car and we want to keep it in the family or whatever. And she's, yeah, I understand. But, but that's how I'm kind of giving them pointers and tips. You know, before they even drive, I'm kind of doing the whole, all right, guys, so, like, did you see that happen over there? Oh, yeah, don't do that. Did you see that person, what that person just did? Yeah, don't do that. You know, and I'm, like, telling them things like, you know, what uh, what I've learned since my time of driving, you know, especially, like, the, the speed, like, the how much, how much over the speed limit you can effectively safely go without a cop, you know, jumping all down here, without a cop giving you a ticket. And like, literally I've, the last ticket I had, which was a couple years, been a couple years, I was going like 82 and a 70. And it was, again, I, I wasn't paying attention to my speed because cars were passing me going faster. And I wasn't paying attention to how fast I was going. I thought, I didn't, I didn't look and I should have. Cop pulled me over, gave me a ticket. And then he, of course, he <laughs> he told me to, hey, go ahead and fight this. Go ahead and take this to court. And I, I, like, I will not contest it. Like, he, he, I was like, oh, okay. Thinking like, well, if you want me to go contest this, then why are you even giving me a ticket? You know? 
so. But, hold on one sec, guys. Got to take care of something. Stand by, I will be right back. you hanging in there with me sorry about that just had to go take care of uh take care of something i wasn't sure how i was gonna go about that i was like oh man i gotta do such such daily gotta i had to pull off and hit a quick uh uh truck stop really quick i didn't necessarily want to end the show right at that minute because i think we'll still have a little bit more we can talk about but um so I appreciate you guys hanging in there with me. But yeah, guys, you know, like if you're gonna go out and drive, keep keep the speed down. What I was saying about uh, the cop, um, the one that gave me the ticket, and told me, yeah, no, like, if you want to fight this, go ahead. You know, like I'm like, I will not contest it at all. You can go ahead. And I'm like, huh? I'm thinking, well, like, why, why? Then why couldn't you just not give me a ticket to begin with? <laughs> Quota, probably, you know. And I always love, too, when you get to a... It's kind of random. I don't know, those of you other drivers out there, when you when you fuel your truck up, it's like somebody spilled diesel fuel on the ground. It's almost like you get it on the bottom of your shoe, and then you get in the truck, and you're trying to, like, put shift in your driver's seat or whatever, and, and, like, that diesel fuel on the bottoms of your shoes, like... It like literally makes me, even though I'll have like this, uh, there's a mat on the floor, you know, on the driver's side here. But literally, if I if I get anything like, like there's diesel on the ground, I get in and it's like my feet are all slipping around. Like I have to give it a little bit before I can move, and I'll actually have really good traction by that point. But at first, it's like I can't try to like adjust in the seat a little bit because my feet will just slip as if I'm on ice in here you know it's like man what the fuck <laughs> who knows man who knows but when I got that ticket with that cop um he I was thinking he wasn't that he was just not going to show up to the court because that was the first time in a while that I mean it was the first speeding ticket that I was going to court for like I kind of learned and I talked about this uh, some of the first episodes about like if you get a ticket go to court no matter what, what the ticket's for go to court because uh, the odds are is that from what I've seen and I didn't know this throughout the many years I was driving and I wish I did because I've gotten other tickets in the past and I basically just usually as a speeding ticket I was paying the fine because well, obviously I was speeding you know I'm not going to say it wasn't so but now after going through those situations then again if you want to know more about them there's probably, I think it's within the first like first 10 or 20 episodes I think pretty sure or I mean we're up at 62 now so we, we go for quite a while <laughs> but when talking to the uh or when you know throughout those other um incidents that went that i went through um i never had to worry about well, will the cops show up you know literally i was just going to court to talk to the judge and whatever and the judge was like so government versus christopher blodgett you know the 
charges. You were one of them. I was actually like not supposed to be on the interstate at the turnpike up there in New York because it was closed. I guess a blizzard that came through, and I didn't know at the time that there was a that there was a truck ban, and I didn't know that there was an app that you could download for for the New York Thruway that would tell you that. You know, so I was asking around, and nobody knew. And there was a big pile up on the road. Everybody that was stuck in the stuck in that accident that uh, was a tractor trailer. We all got ticketed for being on the road. We shouldn't be. I went to court and fought it. It's like I got a ticket because I, <laughs> I my phone fell out of going through Georgia one night with the, the carrier I was at before I came over here to FedEx. Um, my phone was up on the uh, the phone mount on the dash, and I guess I hit a bump and it, it came out like it wasn't really very snug phone holder. So literally, it came out and fell on the floor. And so I I bet you know just reached down really quick. Still, of course, keeping keeping my eyes forward, but just like leaning down and uh, feeling on the floor and grabbing the phone, picked it up, put it back up on the thing. Half a mile later, I had flashing lights behind me. How the hell, crap! Because I wasn't speeding or anything, so I was like, oh shit, you know. I got ticketed for holding my phone while driving, and I'm like, yeah, but you know, I wasn't using it though. I literally like it fell, and I was just grabbing it, putting it back up, putting it back up there. So I went to court for that one, and on both occasions on that one and the New York one, I I had before that I hadn't gone to court, but um, the Georgia ticket was the first one. And uh, when I got that one, my my driver manager actually called me. Like I thought it was gonna take a while for the for the uh, company to, <laughs> to find out that I got a ticket. Now they found out really quick. Like, literally half an hour, he called. Yeah, we just got uh, notified that you got a a ticket from the Georgia Highway Patrol for uh, for operating your phone while driving. It's like. Um, So, I was like, no. I always love when it uh, says you're encroaching on the line, and I'm like, I'm not even going anywhere. <laughs> I'm literally like, stay straight. So, that was where I, that was where I learned to uh, take it to court. Don't... Uh, you know, don't just accept the ticket or whatever. And it's not like, I mean, you can, but then of course you're dealing with like the insurance hikes and stuff like that and stuff. So, but you know, that was, but then with the, the cop, the, you know, get back to that story. <laughs> get back to the, the cop that uh, gave me the, uh, the speeding ticket a couple years back. actually surprisingly I was expecting to not see him in court when I went to court about a, about two months later because I, I mean I learned from the previous court case previous uh, tickets to go ahead and go ahead and plan to go to court or whatever to try to get it reduced and that way have it not go off my license and especially 82 to 70 I knew would potentially affect my career with uh, FedEx I could get terminated for that but so told the told my boss about it. Told me, yeah, I just got you know they clocked me at this, but I'm gonna go and find it so that way I can get it get it reduced to get it taken off so that way it's not. He said, like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. But when I went through that court case, basically the cop showed up. I was like, crap. 
I was like, I thought he wasn't going to find it. But he was there, and he, you know, they, each cop that had, gave tickets for, to different people, whatever, they had to stand up there and kind of give a rundown for the judge. Yeah, you know, I was patrolling on such such street, and so-and-so passed by going this fast, and pulled him over at mile marker this, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, they, they really, like, keep a record of everything. Yeah, just literally just passed the truck that was going pretty, like a lot slower than the speed limit. I get past him, and the next thing I know, he flew past me, and he's like way up ahead. I'm like, okay, if you can go that fast before, then why were you hanging back? Go like 55. <laughs> never understand that, man. Never understand that. More cars when you're going the speed limit. And, like everybody's going the speed limit except one car's going like 50. I don't know, 70. Like you get behind them and you can't get over because everyone's passing them. You're like, shit. So. But at the end of that uh, court case, to get to get more to the point, you know, <laughs> you guys know me by now. After all these episodes, you know, like I, I try to stay on topic, but I might veer off a little bit, but then I try to make my way back, you know. Some of mine weren't, so I apologize if that annoys you, you know. But I just that's me, guys. It's me keeping it real for you. But at the end of that court hearing, uh, the officer pretty much told the judge, yeah, he's going 82 and a 70, and, and he was telling the judge, like, I think we should, uh, like, cancel this ticket, and, uh, the judge is like, 82 and a 70, like, why, why, that's, that's, what are we doing, man, and I was like, I, I, your honor, I wasn't even paying attention, like, I, you know, everybody was passing me or whatever, I didn't, I thought, you know, I hadn't even looked at the speed, I was just kind of basing it off of the, the traffic around me, and I should have obviously been paying attention, but I didn't, you know. So he was asking the cop, like, are you sure you want me to cancel this ticket? And the officer was like, he's a CDL holder, Your Honor. And the judge was like, oh. So he looks at me, he goes, you better, you better thank this this officer here because, man, he's got your back right here. He goes, man, like that, like that ticket, that, that kind of ticket can really screw things up for you. I said, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would get fired if it didn't get dismissed, Your Honor. He goes, yep. So ticket dismissed. Have a great day, sir. I'm like, thank you, Your Honor. And then the, the officer came over, you know, I went over and shook his hand or whatever. It was like, oh, you know, officer, I apologize for the ticket. I thank you for for recommending it canceled. I really appreciate that. He said, like, just keep the speed down, please. You know, he goes, now, just one thing to remember. He goes, oh, we have a saying out there, nine, you're fine, ten, you're mine. So I was like, so basically nine or below, you're not going to mess with us, but ten and over, we're, we're getting a ticket. He goes, yeah, pretty much. Like, all right, cool. You know, I was like, I had figured because of all the years where I've got like five to eight miles an hour of speed limit, and yet not ever had a problem until I asked, until I wouldn't pay attention and accidentally crest that 10 mile an hour mark over the speed limit and all of a sudden I get flashing lights, you know? So you can drive a little faster, but just to keep it, keep it down guys, you know, let's keep it safe. So that's, that's me closing it out for, for this episode guys. My, my main point is just keep speed down, Wear your seatbelt. Be safe, you know? I'm sure, I know not everyone has loved ones at home. I know some of us might be just ourselves, but, you know, there's friends, family, whatever, that, you know, people that, coworkers possibly that might think of you as a friend or whatever, that would, would like to see, would like to be able to talk to you again. You know, they would like to uh, not see a, a news article about, well, so-and-so was killed in a car accident yesterday. Oh, shit, I actually work with that guy. Or, oh, man, I, I went to school with that guy. 
Ah, oh, no, that's my best friend right there. He just got killed last time. I mean, none, I mean nobody wants to, to uh, get any kind of stories like that. So, and it's not worth it, you know, especially if you're somebody who's gotten into a car accident and was really badly hurt but survived, and then you got to deal with the, you know, sometimes the injuries are like life-altering, like you never certain things ever again or maybe you lost like maybe you lost like I think the current the current episode before I got up there to uh, to uh, my uh, Illinois drop that I was listening to with the, uh, the what was that like podcast he's talking to a guy that I guess was driving his motorcycle and he and a, a, a car ran a ran a stop sign and clipped I guess he was passing through the intersection and so the guy had a stop sign the guy didn't wait he gunned it and he ended up hitting the back of this guy's bike and I guess he really like mangled up his his foot and so he ended up having his, his foot amputated you know and he, they were talking about how like if he didn't have an amputated that he was gonna basically he was told by doctors or whatever that basically he, for the rest of his life he's gonna be having to be on pain meds because he would always be in pain and you know probably wouldn't be able to walk effectively or whatever and so he opted to go ahead and just amputate it and basically just you know go from there that's the kind of thing like you know and he didn't do anything wrong necessarily but that, that guy was the other guy that hit him did something wrong but my point is is that if you're involved in some any, if you're involved in any kind of accident especially if it's something like the one I was talking about earlier where they were going 85 down a 30 mile an hour speed limit or something and then one off the road and flipped flipped a bunch and two of the six they're all real real close uh, group of friends from what, from what it sounded like and and his best friend and one of the other friends were killed killed the accident so and it could have been avoided if they were going 35 or whatever and they would have made it to their, they probably would have made it to the lake house and been on the show being interviewed by this uh by the uh, podcast host on the what was that like you know so just one of those things that one decision had been a little bit different then two guys might still be alive today and who knows you know but but anyway guys on that note uh i'll go ahead and close it off with that i don't want to talk you guys zero off too much but i appreciate you guys being here um, as always, got the the email address out there, uh, blotchashowpodcast.gmail.com, and pretty soon, I don't know when, if I'm, I'm going to do it this weekend, or if I'm going to, it might still be a couple weeks, but pretty soon, I'm planning to do what I can to at least get at least the basic Show podcast website up. There might not be a whole lot to it when I first get it up, probably just have some information about the show um, and then like contact info and um, you know the, the links to on where you like for a couple of the different platforms like like iHeart Spotify and stuff because I'm on a bunch of platforms obviously I'm not I'm, I don't think I'll list all the links because I when I share the especially because lately when I do the story time Fridays I go ahead and I end up sharing those on Facebook on the different platforms up on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitter X, I should say, Instagram, TikTok, 
and I'm on a, another social media called Uhive that you guys might not have heard about. It's a pretty cool platform, but, you know, but, um, so, and I, I basically, when I share those, on those platforms, I usually just list Spotify and iHeart, even though about like Google Podcasts and I think I'm still pending approval with Apple, but I know there's a bunch of other random ones that I've never heard of that I was scrolling through a list. So a lot of them were like one click, like I was able to click submit and basically, all right, congratulations, you're submitted this podcast, this, this uh, platform. I'm like, cool, all right, you know, just me trying to be trying to be out there as much as I can and try to, you know, get have, have as many people have access to the show as possible, you know, and I know that's. As we keep going, you know, <laughs> things are gonna get better. You know, we're gonna we're gonna keep growing and gonna get the website up. And there's gonna be other other things out there. Like, I mean, eventually there'll probably be blog and show merchandise that I'll be offering. Maybe mugs or towels or whatnot. You know, little things to to give you guys little souvenirs, little rate, little money raising type stuff. But anyway, on that note, guys, uh, just keep being positive, keep believing, keep pushing forward. Um, believe you can, believe you will, and you're already halfway there. Um, any questions, comments, concerns, or if there's topics you would like to talk about, like you want me to cover, then, uh, then, uh, you know, definitely drop me an email and, uh, let me know, and I'll do my best to research whatever topic you guys might recommend and we'll cover it you know unless it's something like like superly inappropriate obviously i might not be able to do it but, you know. but if it's a if it's one of your average everyday type topics that's not going to be like hey you have to be 18 plus to hear this information <laughs> but, uh, but uh but yeah so on that note guys i really appreciate you guys being here thanks for tuning in thanks for listening please do like follow and share this podcast and uh thank you for joining me on uh real talk tuesday and come back on friday because uh we'll have another story for you on the next round of story time friday on the blot show once again i'm chris i'm your host and i will talk to you guys on episode 63 Have a good one.